0: Wherever you'd want us, we will, we will go. We were just getting out of your way when you were advancing through the intersection. So just let us know and we got you.
1: And uh, this is a scene here playing out in Minneapolis. This is part of the advanced police presence that we saw come over the course of, of really minutes when the local police showed up at the fire department or with the fire department, I should say, on that building we
0: showed you that was burning. This is among the state patrol unit that was advancing up the street, saying and scattering the protesters at that point for people to
1: clear the area. And so we walked away. I'm sorry? You're under arrest.
0: Okay. Do you mind telling me why I'm under arrest, sir? Why
1: why am I under arrest, sir?
0: Okay we him live on CNN. We, we told before that we are with CNN.
1: If you're just tuning in, you are watching our correspondent, Omar Jimenez, being arrested by state police in Minnesota. We're not sure why our correspondent is being arrested. Hang on one second, Allison. Let's listen into what these officers are saying.
0: Ta-da. That is an American television
1: reporter, Omar Jimenez, being led away by police officers.
0: What is going on? America Unplugged right here on Iconic. While America Burns, we are broadcasting live from lockdown New York City and from Colorado where my friend uh, uh, Charlie Robinson is here and he's going to help me dissect a couple of things. Charlie, how are you? What's going on on your end of the block, man? Is it burning? Because so many places in America look like they're burning right now. It's incredible what's going on. Well, the race riot that you ordered is here, right on schedule.
1: (laughs) As the the coronavirus uh, wheels fall off, that narrative, they have uh, quickly moved to plan B, which is race riots. I expect by the end of the summer we will see locusts, maybe a fake (laughs) alien invasion and and the sorts. So uh, I'm excited. 2020 is going to be awesome. (laughs)
0: Let me tell you, and we're not even halfway done. Right. And no. uh, and they've been looking for this. We've talked about it here on America Unplugged several times, you know, and uh, I know Charlie's uh, touched on it several times uh, in all the guest spots he's done and maybe even in his own show. But this is uh, what they, they've been wanting a, a race war here for a long time. They've been pushing this hard. It's part of the division. It's part of the division. It's part of why I feel Donald Trump is in office right now. And, uh, you know, it's I, I put out a tweet. Uh, I forgot what I said about Donald. I didn't say, you know, I'm, I'm not very nice to Mr. Trump. And I shouldn't be. But uh, it immediately triggered uh, some uh, conservatives. And uh, they hit me up and they're like, well, it's obvious you're an anti-Trumper. I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, how, what What gave that away? And then they go, um, well, um, you know, uh, your boy Biden isn't doing very well. I'm like, oh, my boy Biden? I, I don't think I like him either. But... um but it's it's immediate it's a trigger boom you say yeah. something about these guys you must be with those guys you know that's part of the division and now yeah the 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 hate filled media the the race um uh, uh how do i put this uh, you know uh, they're motivated by race of the media and and they they put oh, that yeah. all their stories are are racially driven you know and and they want to drive home the point that black people should be afraid of white people and that white people should be afraid of black people and that black people are being murdered left and right. Now, I must tell you, this um, this new situation uh, does have, uh, you know, some some racial issues with it. But this has been going on for a while. It's been we're, we've been primed for this situation here. And now all hell breaks loose. No one cares about social distancing. People are out there doing whatever they're doing. So we should see a huge spike in coronavirus uh, fairly soon since everybody's out running around being crazy. So very interested (laughs) in seeing that. But CNN, right, uh, our our favorite news network, I know it's mine. and, And I know you watch it all the time, too. You know, we, we we have to sit Can't, down and watch. CNN. Never miss a day, right? You know, we text each other when this is going on. Six o'clock, gotta tune in to CNN, and uh, we do that, and, and you know, we go back and forth and talk about it. No, we we don't do that, uh, just for <laughs> those of you who think that I was telling the truth there. But um, there was a reporter in Minneapolis, Omar Jimenez, his name is, and uh, he got arrested with his entire crew. I'm sure you can find video of this um on the net maybe maybe I'll even insert some parts of it here so you guys can see um if I can find a video that I can rip from somewhere but um yeah so he gets arrested and I'm looking at this event and initially initially I'm like good lord I'm like what are they doing here they 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 really don't have zero shits to give um they they're arresting this guy and then I'm like wait a minute this is cnn and then I see a tweet by Charlie, <laughs> uh, uh, ush, ush, I mean, um, you know, echoing the exact same things that I am thinking, you know, about. Well, maybe uh, this is a setup event, right? Unfortunately, I don't want to think that, but there's a reason for us to think that way because CNN is not exactly the most credible news organization out there. Charlie, take it. Uh, let me know what, why you said what you said on Twitter, and uh, we'll take the conversation from there. Go ahead, man.
1: Yeah, I I saw that that arrest uh, of the CNN reporter Omar Jimenez, and the first thing that went through my head was this is a setup. It's fake. Yeah, it didn't look real to me. And why? And the reason why I thought that was because I just remember Ferguson. I remember Don Lemon out there on the front lines and the police, you know, pushing him back, push back, get get out of here. You got to get back. And oh, we're being pushed back. The police are pushing. They're pushing us back. They're pushing us back. Come to find out that guy. That guy had uh, that guy was a crisis actor. That guy was hired to play the role of a police officer. He's a fake guy. He's not a real cop. You know, CNN does this all the time. Yeah. CNN is inv- in the business of inventing narratives. Right. And when they don't get an organic one, they create one. Right. Um, I just saw a video from that Max Blumenthal put up uh, from Washington, D.C. I he put it. it up last night. It I happened last it. night yeah. in D.C. Uh, black SUV, three guys in it, dressed like rioters. SWAT team one members guy gets actually,
0: out. man, they were all dressed in black. It was weird, Dressed,
1: yeah. yeah. One guy gets out. Max follows him and says, "Hey, man, uh, uh, where are you going?" And the guy just kept walking, wouldn't look back at him. And he says, "Are you, uh, um, you know, are you are you with the rioters, or are you, or are you a cop?" And the guy's <laughs> like, "I'm not. I don't. You know, I, I'm, 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 I'm. You know, it was like, blah, 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 blah." He's like, "No, are you a cop?" And he goes, "No, no, no. I work for CNN." He's like, "You work for CNN?" Was, yeah, that's right. And he just wouldn't answer him. So Max heads back to the car that he saw him get out of with the two guys. And he says, he walks up to the passenger side to, to tell the guy to roll down the window. And he goes, Hey, where's the rioting going on? You know, kind of playing dumb. And the cop, <laughs> the guys are just looking at him and he says, um, are you guys with CNN? And they're both looking at him like he's crazy. And he says, are you with, with, he just keeps asking, are you with CNN? And he's like, no man, we're just, we're just chilling. We're just chilling. He goes, "Well." Your undercover cops pretending to be part of the riot, and he's like, "I don't know." I don't, he goes, well, your buddy just said you're with CNN, and they're like, "Well, we don't." And then they just put the window up and everything. So, look, there's undercover cops posing as rioters, right. as agent provocateurs. This is what we get. So, when CNN shows footage of their guy getting arrested, handcuffed, and taken off. Um, You know, forgive me if I don't just instantly take the hook on this one, because I've seen enough nonsense from CNN to know better than to believe anything they tell me, including the weather report for tomorrow, because they have a problem with telling the truth. They have a long history of dividing people through racial uh, uh, through especially through race. Um, They love a good. Uh, uh, riot. They love it when the cops are involved. If it was up to CNN, there'd there'd be a school shooting every single week. They love that. They're division agents. They're, They're not here to objectively report the news. They're here to sell you a narrative. They're here to make you angry. They're here to make you feel one way or the other. And they will do anything to do that. And I got to I got to admit, though, I'm not a fan of riots and I'm not a fan of them burning down uh, people, burning down businesses that had nothing to do with this. You got to focus your anger. Of course, I understand that those are a lot of those fires are started by by cops, you know, pretending to be protesters. But there was one thing that I did see yesterday that I did take a little bit of pleasure in. And I must confess, and maybe not the, (laughs) maybe not the greatest thing to take pleasure in, but to see them trash the CNN building. Was awesome. I got it. I just have to say it. I know it might not be the right thing to do. I should probably take the high ground, but I kind of liked it because, you know, CNN just got a dose of their own medicine on this one. For so many years, they've been fueling these things, they've been stoking fire and division and wanting this to go and then broadcasting and talking about, oh, how terrible everything is. Or, they're saying it's not that big of a deal. It's just property damage. Oh, but then when it comes to their doorstep, then they've got a big problem. Then it's oh, we're under attack. It's rioters. They're going to kill us. Oh, OK. So you like it when it's doing when you're doing it in Ferguson, but you don't like it when it's at your headquarters. Right. Got it. So CNN is a is a reprehensible organization run by Jeff Zucker, who has a uh, A very let's just call him. He's got an agenda coming from a separate country other than the United States. We'll leave it at that. And part of his agenda is to divide this country and nobody divides it better than CNN. I'll give him credit for that. They're really good at getting people mad. The problem is it's now changed and now the people are mad. But they're starting to figure out who to direct their anger towards. And it's the media and the media is getting a taste of it right now. And it's kind of nice to see.
0: No, I, I, man, I don't disagree with you. I really don't, right? And um, hey, we all have guilty pleasures, so I don't blame you, yeah. sir. Okay. Um, I I think well, ultimately this is not good for us, and I think I know you think the same way. Uh, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, this isn't good for us. We 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 can't we can't get up and start uh, burning things. It's uh it's uh, the recipe for disaster, which is which has happened, and it's the recipe for losing. We will lose. Yep. We will lose. Um, now, CNN uh, getting a dose of their own medicine is very good. You know, um, also. The people have figured something out, right? Not only are they getting at the media, but in some cases they're going straight to these police departments. Right. Yeah. And, and what's happening is. And, and I've been trying to I've been saying this for a long time. The issue isn't Race. It's not race, okay? The issue is uh, police brutality. That is the issue, and and anybody would get brutalized, okay? Whether you're white, black, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Come here to New York and try to pull something like that. They'll kill you. Yeah, it's, it, it happens, okay? Like, I mean, so people are starting to realize that it's, I mean, even though there is uh, the race uh, um factor in there, right, because of the media and all these people that have pushed it very hard, you know, Actually, you know what? I want to talk to you about something. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, the cop—what's the name of the gentleman, Floyd—that passed mm-hmm. away. God bless him. And and the cop that killed him—they knew each other. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I just I just came up. Well, they to worked in the same earlier.
1: place, or something. right? Right.
0: They yeah. so so there may have been some underlying issues there that we're not aware of as to why this went down. It doesn't excuse it. You know, it doesn't yeah. excuse it at all. Um, and uh, they should be in jail. I, I think they took a good first step by firing these people. If it was in New York, these people wouldn't have gotten fired, you know. So I was happy to see that. Okay. And and they should go to jail asap. And there's people out there that are talking about that this never happened. We'll we'll address that soon. Yeah. But the people are attacking, not attacking, but at least trying to hold the police department accountable for what's going on. And that is a very mm-hmm. very good step because yeah. the police should be held accountable every time. Something like this happens. The people end up fighting each other. And the police department is scot-free. Nothing happens to those people. Nothing. What, they, get, they get you know assigned to desk duty or some nonsense like that, Then everything blows over. They get their job back. They still have their pensions, the whole deal. Nothing happens. We need to hold the police department accountable, the people who run the police department accountable, the mayors and, and the governors and all that. We need to hold them accountable for what's going down. And I think that's yep. happening here. Give me your thoughts on that real quick. Well, I lived through the Rodney
1: King riots. I was, um, in 1992, I was a student at USC, which is in South Central Los Angeles when that broke, when that went down and it went down, um, because a bunch of white cops were beating the hell out of Rodney King. Yes, he was going hundred miles an hour. Yes, he is a huge dude and they were fearing for their lives, but it was caught on camera. And what it did at that moment was that this was the introduction of the of the video camera, right, where where you just kind of lucked out. Now everybody's got a cell phone in their pocket. So so the 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 uh, camera crews are everywhere. But back then in in, in 92, um, it was what it did was it it showed the general public what the black community had been living through for decades that the white community never saw. We didn't see that. We heard about it. We heard black community saying the white cops are after us and they're treating us poorly. And we believed them to a certain extent, but we never actually saw it. But then to see that, to see just the beating, boy, that really got people angry. And they freaked out after the verdict. And, you know, I'd like to say I was surprised, but I wasn't, that, that the guys were found not guilty. And then everything erupted. And that erupted because of police brutality. And I feel like that was an organic reaction to this. Now, could they have? you know, channeled their anger in a different way and not burn down their own communities, but right. targeted the Beverly Hills police department or something like, yeah, sure. That probably would have been a better, better, you know, more focused reaction. Now what we're seeing in this current version of that, this current Rodney King, we, and we get them, we get one, one a year, you know, yeah. it's Eric Garner. It's all, it's all these guys. We, we get this and it, it makes people angry, rightfully yeah. so. Now it's just a matter of channeling that anger. How are you – what are you going to do with it? Are you going to use it – are you going to loot a target? Does that make any sense? I don't that. think it does. Yeah. Um, are you going to destroy the police station? No. Look, I'm not a fan of the rioting and everything. But at least you're, you're, you're starting to see where the problem is and you're acting – you know, you're directing your anger towards that. Not advocating that but at least they're going in the right direction with that.
0: Understood. But
1: now where it spreads throughout the country, what are we seeing in Dallas? Guy talking a guy on a street corner saying there is a huge pallet of bricks sitting right here on this corner that were delivered. There's no construction going on. It's like a sign that says free bricks, throw through window. <laughs> so you know, even people that are are casual observers of this are going looking around, going, this kind of seems like a setup to me. This doesn't really feel as organic as it's, as maybe we would hope it is. Like there's a lot of things that, you know, there's a lot of people that are flooding into Minneapolis that are from out of state. You've got, you've got these spontaneous, in air quotes, riots that are happening, um, where, where you've got, um, You know, undercover police officer, people wearing all black that are that are hammering out windows with purple ventilators on. And people are pointing out that guy works for the St. Paul Police Department. We know who he is. We know exactly who that is. So guys are getting caught. The agent provocateurs are getting caught doing this. They're getting caught on camera doing this. So what is happening? It's an engineered race riot. It is it. Now, there are underlying angers that are real. I don't want to misconstrue that because there are some deep-seated distrust of the police. Hell, even the white community is now distrustful of the police. And the white community has always been generally very pro-police and, you know, back them. Not myself, but, but you know, if we're going to generalize, that's how it's been. Because a lot of times the anger from the police is not directed onto them. It's directed onto brown people and black people. It's a shitty thing. But that this is, this is what... That community has been trying to tell the rest of the world for for decades, and finally we're starting to to figure out, hey, maybe cops are a bunch of assholes. Not all of them, but a disproportionate number of them are. And I'm tired of the good apple. You know, or, you know the 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 bad. Ap- there's one bad apple ruining the whole thing. That is not true. There are two, there are many. There's a couple good apples that are silenced, but there's a lot of bad apples in the police force. This thin blue line stuff. I'm done with it. I'm not interested in hearing anything about that. It's a code of ethics where you protect everyone in your group, even if they're doing things that are illegal or immoral or horrible. You protect them just because you're on the same team. I just don't subscribe to that philosophy. I just never mm-hmm. will understand that. I can't, I can't get on board with that. So maybe, maybe this is all a distraction you know we 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 can't discount that you've got the media doing their thing you've got the police uh standing down in in, in somebody is inciting this is it george soros i don't know maybe he seems to have his fingerprints over these th- you know all over these events for years and years but i don't i don't know that to be a fact right now um but there's something there's a combination here there's there's a real organic sense of frustration happening and i don't know if that's from people being cooped up or if it's just decades of of being beaten on by the police or whatever and then there's something being placed on top of that organic frustration like you know lighter fluid on this on these flames but that lighter fluid is being placed on it by people that are that are not directly involved. They're not it's not the black community doing this. It's somebody else. It's somebody outside of this that wants to kick off this. Right. They want this to go. Now, the media will always cover it because that's what they do. They're vultures. So they're going to they're going to you know rubberneck a, a car accident and just put their camera crew there and film it because that that's the sort of stuff they want to push. So the media is going to be involved in this. But I'm not so sure that there aren't secret groups uh, working behind the scenes as well. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of undercover cops, like I said, that are being uh, injected into this situation to to kick things off. And 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 Billy Ray, what I'm I'm really concerned about? You and I've talked about this problem, reaction, solution. We're in the middle part right now. We're in the reaction part, and my fear is the solution. My fear is the authoritarian solution that's coming. That is the solution that they've always wanted to impose. So when you see undercover cops be participating in the riots to kick it off, you have to ask yourself, why is that? They're cops. Shouldn't they be stopping this? But they're not. So they want it to happen. Why do they want it to happen? Because it will be the justification for an authoritarian overreaction crackdown coming from National Guard. Maybe the US military, possibly the United Nations if it gets big enough. Incredible. So, this is problem, reaction, solution. Mm. Problem, we've got race situation. (laughs) Reaction, let's burn everything to the ground. Solution, here comes the military to stop all this, put everybody in their homes, Mm. put everybody in FEMA camps, whatever. I mean, use your imagination. So,
0: This is where my concern is right now. Man, it's a justified concern and you hit it right on the head. I couldn't have said it better myself, to be honest with you, right? So we have these situations going on. We've been primed for this. That's why the people are so upset. The lockdowns didn't help the issue, but this is years and years and years of a hyper radicalization of feelings, right? Between white people. The, the, the white community and the black community. Like, they've just been pushing it and, and fanning it, even as artificial as it is, for the most part. This, I just don't experience it. And I'm here in New York, you know. For the yeah. most part, people love each other, right? We, we admire each other. We do things that, that, from the other culture to find out, like, oh, let's go get Chinese today. You know, we sit down mm-hmm. and, and, and we love that. Or, oh, let, let's go what, to Little Italy you know, and mm-hmm. and, and uh, have their food and partake in their culture. You know, so there is, a, that there is, of course, I'm not saying that racism, <clears throat> sorry about that, that racism doesn't exist. I'm not saying that. But the, the media has taken that little bit and tried to really blow it up and try to fuel, fuel, fuel with their coverage and, you know, bad intentions overall. Right. And uh, this is the result of it. This is the result of it. And we talk about, how these riots may be engineered, right? And there is some evidence to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's look at the other side, right? And, and, and uh, this is part of the division that is important to point out because when we have the Open Up America riots, I mean, not riots, uh, demonstrations, mm-hmm. we think those are organic, right? We don't look at that. We don't, we don't, we don't look at, at who might be pushing those buttons, Right, We think it's just an organic thing. People are fed up. They're getting up and, and they're going to the capitals with guns, by the way, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, make America great again hats mm-hmm. and all of that. Then you find out if you do a little bit of dig- digging that uh, the Koch Institute is behind it. Yep. <laughs> it's all manipulation here. We're being manipulated by both sides. And it's, it's part of the division because it makes people invested. Like, oh, that's my side. And this is my side and you're doing wrong. No, you're doing wrong. No, you're being manipulated by George Soros and you don't even know it. Most of the left doesn't even know that the Koch Institute is involved in this thing, but maybe they should, you know, but then again, if they do, it'll cause even more problems. This is what they want is the giant divide president. Trump has come out and said that, Hey, the coast guard, you know, the, the, the military is ready to move into Minneapolis. You know, so that lends itself to talk uh, to to the ideas that you put out about, yeah. hey, here's the solution. He's like, I got to. Donald Trump will be the first one to throw down the solution, and he's already uh, made uh, references to that point. If you look at his tweets, if you search the media, he said, uh, "When uh, what was it that he said? When um, when the looting starts, the shooting starts." <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. In, he tried to justify it this morning by saying something else, man. You're the president of the United States, man. Take it easy. What are you doing? You know, okay. putting out stuff like that and saying, hey, the military is going to take care of you. And uh, talking about the Secret Service, like, you know, like they're hungry wolves ready to devour people. He did that this morning, too. There, there's a lot of stuff going on here. And I'm afraid of what this is going to turn into. So I'm going to say it one more time before I turn it over to you, Charlie. If we are going to succeed, and I mean us as a people—white, black, Latino, Asian, whatever, whatever—Americans of all races, if we are going to succeed, we have to one come together, and we have to two be peaceful about it. Yep. We have to be peaceful. Peaceful demonstrations in front of the in front of the uh, police headquarters. That's what we need to do. Peaceful demonstrations in front of CNN. Don't even tear that apart, even though I, I get it, Charlie. You know, yeah, peaceful yeah. demonstrations altogether. We must maintain the moral high ground because it's the only weapon that we have over them. We're not going to beat them in a hot war. It's not going to happen, okay? Yeah. But morally, we can break them. And morally, we can affect some of our own that are enforcing that side because they're getting paid. That's the way to do it. That's just me. Go ahead, Charlie.
1: Yeah, well, in the white community, we need to respect our our brothers and sisters in the black community's anger. We need to respect that. They they have a right to be angry about this. That's justifiable. They've been going living through, you know, oppression for the last, you know, at least, you know, four decades that's been fueled by the police. And it's not accidental either. You know, this is this is part of a much bigger project. Uh, We look about we, we go back to the mid 90s with the omnibus crime bill that Bill Clinton instituted and it targeted the black community and put a disproportionate number of them in prison on long prison stretches for rock cocaine versus powder cocaine. So there's always been injustice in the criminal system of policing and jailing and the private prisons and things like this. And guess what? You know, my my message to the black community that's frustrated about this whole thing is what took you so long? You know, I mean, what? Uh, You should be mad. I mean, I think a a, a large percentage of the white community is mad about this. We don't like this. We don't like to see this happening to anybody. But we have to remember, if we want to fix this, it it can't be a black versus white thing. It's got to be the people versus the establishment, the government, the policing, the court system, all of this, the media. You know, it's us versus them. It's not us white versus black right. or Mexican or Asian or whatever. No, no, no. We are all on the same team. Agreed. And the minute we figure that out, things change. And that's why they're desperately trying to divide us because they know we've got the numbers. They've got the megaphone. They can yell out the narrative and hope that that does the trick. But if we figure out that it's all bullshit – And we understand and we come to an understanding collectively as Americans that the government and the media and the police and the court systems are rigged in a way that do not benefit us. We rise up together collectively and it's over for them. And that's where we are. This is a really important moment in time in American history. Where are we going to go? We've got an election coming up or maybe not. We've got a virus that is real or maybe not. We have race riots that are happening or maybe not. You know, like we don't even know what's real anymore. And that's the media's fault. So collectively as a group, as Americans, this is it. This is our, this is our moment. Burning down buildings isn't going to solve anything, but, but all of us removing our attention from the mainstream media Making these politicians earn votes from people. I don't give a shit about voting, to be honest with you. I don't care either one of these candidates. It, nothing's going to change. Right, we're lost. Right, we're lost. We're lost in this. But but to but to remember that we have the power. We have we have the power. They've got the military power. We have the numbers. We have the ability to remove our attention from people. And most importantly, and I ended my octopus book with this: always remember. We have another option, and that is do not comply. You just do not comply with unjust orders. You just say, I'm not doing that. I'm not participating in this. You have to have a mask to walk in this. I'm not doing that. I'm going in anyway. You have to have it. You you have to stand in this circle in this park. You can't get outside of this. I'm standing outside of the circle. What are you going to do to me? You're going to arrest all of us? Good luck with that. So we need to be a little bit more angry about this, not in a burning down building sort of way, but in a recognition that this is the moment for us. What are we going to do? Are we going to get in? Are we going to stand six feet behind the person in line in front of us? Are we going to stand in the circle at the park? Are we going to wear a rubber bubble around us so that we can hug people at nursing homes? Or are we going to say, get out of here with all this nonsense? We're not, <laughs> we're not participating in this. Get out of here. You you guys are out of your mind. This is a litmus test to check the the, the uh, complacency, the gullibility and the ability to, uh, um, to comply with ridiculous laws right now so what are we gonna do are we gonna be the slaves that just get in line like the you know like the Pink Floyd video we don't need no education and just go down that conveyor belt and get dropped into the big meat grinder and come out as as just one big gl- you know glob of the same meat or are we gonna step out of these lines and and say, I'm breaking the system because the system needs to be broken. The system needs to come down that we have right now. I don't, I don't say that as looting and fires and pillaging and all that stuff. There's a different way to, to take the system down. But it's, it's broken. It does not serve us anymore. It serves them and I don't care about them. I'm not interested in serving them anymore. I'm interested in serving me, my family, my community, the people that are on board with this. And I, and I have no interest in following their orders. And if all of us just collectively stand up and say, we're not doing this, it ends. It's as simple as that. It ends when we decide it ends. When are we going to decide?
0: We have to do it together. I keep saying that. <laughs> it's it's the motto of this show it's not gonna work unless we do it together we have to do it together and it all comes down plain and simple bottom line 100 percent, sir i agree with you that's the way we got to do it we got to do it together if we stop it all stops that's it it's, it's really that simple but it's a lot harder than what it seems and i understand that all right. Yeah. But so we're going to stay here and sound the alarms and hopefully we we'll get more of us together and uh, help bring this down. I want to talk to you about one more thing before we get up out of here, Charlie, and thank you very much for your time as you let's do it. Um, so, and this is directed to the alternative media, right? And, and what we're doing, uh, the old alternative thinkers and what's going on here. Right. So immediately after George Floyd, after the George Floyd situation comes out, I start seeing people posting, it's a hoax, this isn't real. Mm -hmm. You know, um, now, I know things like this to be real because of where I live. I've lived here all my life. I've experienced things, I've seen things, you know. So I mean, I think a lot of the alternative media needs to get out of their room and go experience uh, the world and see what's going on out there before they say, Hey, this doesn't exist. But there is a reason why people are saying this doesn't exist. I'm not blind to that. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm afraid of the line, man. I I don't, I don't want us to go. Have we gone too deep Is part of the question? I I don't want us to go too far out where we're denying reality. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know it's a detriment to us and it's the de- a detriment to what we do because we're going to look even further 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 outside this box that uh that most people are in and they're really going to call us crazy and we might actually be wrong you know but right. by, by by making some of these uh, uh assertions so i'm just saying i don't know g- give me your thoughts on this man what why why is yeah. this happening and what do you think about it
1: well, I'll tell you why it's happening. It's happening because I see videos like an Iraqi car bomb going off that's on film. And then after the smoke, you know, after the explosion happens, you see a bunch of people run in and lay down next to where the car bomb went off and pretend yeah. like they're dead. Yeah. I see the white helmets doing that with people that they're pulling out of the rubble that are covered in, in dust that are supposed to be dead. And then they get up and walk. I do. I see these things. I see the green screens with the head chopping guys cutting people's heads off. So I understand why the alternative media looks at this event and goes, is it green screen? Do these these guys know each other? Are they in on it? Is this guy really dead? Are these paramedics really paramedics? They didn't do CPR on them. They just put him on a gurney and whisked them away. I get it. I totally get it. I understand why people are skeptical of that, because our default mechanism, as opposed to the the average person that turns on the nightly news and just their default is set to, oh, I just assume it's true. Right. Ours is set to, I assume it's all fake. Mm-hmm. And so uh, some of us can't get past that and realize that sometimes these things are actually real. But I actually but I don't fault the alternative media for setting their default to you know, trust but verify sort of thing. You know, like I or or you know distrust but verify. I guess in in the case of the alternative media, because we've been lied to, we've torn apart narratives, we've we've dug into fake stories, we've found crisis actors, we've found uh, drills that have set been set to go uh, that have turned live, mimicking the exact. Identical uh, situation that the drill was set up for, but then it goes live. So, hey, listen, there's a lot of reasons for us to be uh, distrustful of narratives. We see these sorts of riots. We look back on Ferguson. We know that Soros was involved in that. Black Lives Matter, all that nonsense. So, is it is it crazy for us to start digging into it? And my answer to that is no, it's not crazy to, to dig into it, but we 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 have to approach it like an investigator does though like a like a seasoned murder investigator who steps up onto the scene look for anything out of place and if he see you know cuz he's going to see the crime scene much differently than the casual observer is and i consider the alternative media the distrustful alternative media to be that seasoned investigator that goes i don't like this Thing. I don't like what I'm seeing in this one thing. This looks unnatural. It looks a little bit fake. I don't know why this is here and dig into it. So, so, you know, like you said, it can always be a trap. You know, they could set they could make something that is real appear to be fake, draw everybody in calling it fake and then have it exposed as being actually real and then tar all those people as being conspiracy theorists and say, mm. see, this is what you get. So they do that from time to time, you know, so we have to, we always have to be cautious of this. We have to be objective. Yeah, You know, we have to, we have to, we, we have, I, I understand the distrust factor because I'm distrustful too. But we have to sort of clear ourselves when we, when we approach this new, a new event. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at, let's be objective. Let's not rush to call it one thing or, you know, real or fake too early on let's see how it plays out let's see who these people are and like as a prime example day one we see the image everybody freaks out day two start to see some day three hey maybe these people knew each other that's an interesting twist Mm -hmm. you know day four is this crime scene even real so so these things evolve and it's worth it for us to be skeptical and be a little bit paranoid But to but to withhold judgment until we know one way or the other, until we really have this evidence figured out, because um, because if we are wrong and we will be wrong on events, you know, we have been wrong in the past and we'll be wrong in the future. They're complicated. But if we are wrong, the mainstream media will Blow that up into a big, you know, big proportions and say, "Look at how wrong they were." So we have to be very careful. Our credibility is at stake here. So it's good to be paranoid. It's good to be skeptical. It's good to dig into the narratives of these things and find out what's really going on. But we also have to be very mindful of our credibility and be, uh, you know, take the extra precaution to really make sure that we're getting the the true information and not some, you know. Uh, hype you know s- some some story that s- some internet guy has come up with that that you know some theory that he's passing off as fact and and we all run down that rabbit hole Agreed. and get discredited so we have to be careful about that but Agreed. it's you know the alternative media is what's going to save this country to be honest with you and am um, i don't say that just as somebody that's part of the alternative media i say that because if i look at the reaction from the corporate media and the government and the social media platforms towards the alternative media, how they are actively trying to deplatform and censor and get rid of them. That to me is an indicator that we must be doing something right because their reaction to us doing what we do is so, so overblown and so desperate to get us that we must be right over the target. So I say, keep going, alternative media, keep digging into this, but just be careful because they'll lay traps for us.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think if, uh, I think the alternative media has a role to play in, uh, in saving America, definitely for sure. You know, and you said something at the beginning of your, of your, of your statement, you know, you said, um, distrust and verify that's beautiful. Right. Yep. Um, and, and I want, I want the alternative media to think in that fashion. Unfortunately, what we're getting is this is fake. And that's it. There's no, yeah. th- we've, we've gone past the distrust and the verify. We've gone to, this is completely fake. No verification mm-hmm. needed. And at that point, you're no better than the quote unquote sheep that you're talking about. Yep. You're just following a narrative because it fits your worldview. And we're not going to get anywhere with that. And, and I'm, I'm really protective of the alternative media because I see certain things unfolding that will not look very good on us if, if we fall into these traps, right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's look at the situation with, that's going on in Minneapolis and throughout the, na- the nation. We see the obvious bricks just laying there, right? Or we see the obvious guys that don't look like they should be rioting you know, they're of a different uh, uh, color than the people that are rioting, and uh, they come out of nowhere, and they let themselves be caught on camera. Why? Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. during 9-11, um, right after 9-11, I forgot who said the quote, man, I have to find this thing, because I, I reference it often, and I never go back to find it. But someone said that all the clues that were laid out for you have been laid out for you for a reason, for you to follow. Mm -hmm. Everything was laid out for you for you to follow. So are we buying into this? We see that it's set up. Why are they letting us know that it's set up? Why are they making it so blatantly obvious? Are they that stupid? We can go there. I don't think they are. These are social manipulators. They know what they're doing. So we need to keep our eyes out for things like that. You know, and I don't want to go too far into saying things like that, like, like uh, George Floyd was, um, you know, a hoax, is a hoax. Uh, we, we already see what happened with Sandy Hook here. You know, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that Sandy Hook doesn't have a lot of very questionable, questionable things about it. But, uh, you know, to make the assertion that nobody died, it's a leap. You know, and um, it's not one that I'm willing to make. Um, Even I've had a lot of people that that have made that argument on my show and it's, you know, I start digging. It's pretty convincing sometimes, you know, and then I look and what if that was me? If I was one of the parents, you know, and somebody saying that my kid wasn't dead and meanwhile, my kid is dead, you know, and I got to live with that, you know, and there is evidence to that on that side of the argument as well. And and we in the alternative media turn a blind eye to it because we want things to fit our worldview. You know, so I, I want to be able to continue and we need to, we need to keep, you said it too, you know, we're being shut down everywhere. We're being shut down everywhere. We need to be protective of that. We need to be protective of our information and how we put it out and where we put it out. We need to create new platforms like Iconic where we mm-hmm. can get our, our thoughts across and communicate them to people effectively and honestly and not on YouTube, which doesn't belong to us, never did belong to us, wasn't created for us. And it's probably a trap, you know? And a lot of people have, have, uh, you know, hedged their bets with YouTube because they, they make their income off of YouTube. I understand all that, but it's only a matter of time before everybody is off that platform. It's yep. only a matter of time. So we need to start making, uh, you know, contingency plans here. Um, um, Ultimately, I'm just afraid of where things are going. I I want us to come back. We we were, we questioned, we didn't determine. Now we're determining, we're not questioning. We need to continue to question and hold people accountable. And if you're wrong, admit that you're wrong. If you're right, unfortunately you were right. You know, yeah. Um. but it's, it's, it's a bit concerning to me what is going on. And, but, uh, you made a lot of excellent points as far as the alternative media and, uh, and where we're going and, and our role here. And that's why honesty is, uh, <laughs> it's just cliche as hell, Honest, honesty is the best policy, right? Somebody told me that a long, long time ago. And it, it really is. It really is. So, um, so we need to keep all of that in mind. Uh, sir, closing thoughts and let's get out of here. We have a lot more in common right. with each other
1: then we have differences. The people in control can only stay in control, uh, if they keep us fighting with, with one another and they're very good at it. They've, they, they didn't, they didn't get to where they are by accident. They're some of the best social engineers, uh, around. We need as, as uncomfortable as this truth is, we need to realize that we are part of a game that they are playing most people don't know they're even a part of the game. They certainly don't know that how to play it. We have to get better at playing this game. We have to get better at recognizing deceit coming from our leaders, so-called leaders, uh, the media. We have to realize that they are not our friends. They are not giving us objective, honest uh, assessment of the situation on the ground. They have an agenda. They have a narrative that they are selling that is t- that is written down by people that are above them, handed the script for them to read the media is not our friend, but we got to be strategic about this. You know, we have to be, we have to be, first of all, we have to come together and not allow them to destroy us. And we have to be strategic. We have to know what we want. We have to know what we're, we're unwilling to accept anymore and, uh, and stand up all together against these people. Because if we do that, they've got no answer for that. You know, the police, the police are, are only the police as long as they're getting paid. Uh, you put enough pressure on them, you embarrass them, you out them, you out these, you know, killer cops, psychopathic cops. Um, you put the pressure on them to change. You know, you put the pressure on, on the on the government to do something different. We, we have, this is the time we cannot wait any longer. They are, they are building the digital prison around us as we throw bricks through windows. And it will be built and it will lock us all out through ID 2020, mandatory vaccines, can't get on an airplane. All these things, all this dystopian nightmare that we're talking about is being built around us. We better prioritize where our anger is and what we want to stop. Because if we're focusing on small items while this prison is built around us, there'll come a time not too far from now where there's nothing we can do about it. And so right. it's now or never.
0: You are absolutely right, sir. And uh, that's why I called on you for this. And I appreciate your time. Um, yes, I want bro. an autographed picture at some point. You know, uh, I asked for that <laughs> months ago and it, it, never, it never showed up. So I need an autographed <laughs> picture of you. Um, and uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's, that, that's my buddy, Charlie Robinson, bro. I appreciate the hell out of you, man. Listen, tell everybody where they can find you and what you're doing and everything else. Come on.
1: Oh, well, you can find me on this network, on Iconic, through my show, Macroaggressions. It's also available in audio-only form through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I did not get the Joe Rogan Spotify deal, just to be clear, <laughs> um, but uh, but there's still time. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll hey, see. Look, and, look, look uh, and my, my website is the of com. I'm
0: sorry. I, I, I talked all over you. <laughs> we deserve it.
1: We just, you know... There will come a time when the when the money is paid out to those podcasters or content creators that are talking about the truth and not
0: talking about the lies. That'll be a good day. Uh, that'd be dope. That'd be, that'd be very, very cool. Um, my name is Billy Ray Valentine. This is America Unplugged. Everybody stay safe because it's serious, man. Wow. 2020, man. My Lord. Stay safe, please. Okay, we'll see you guys soon.